Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks, as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement, for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point. So stay with me, even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go. Well, hello to you. How are you doing today? Welcome back to the podcast. Glad you're here as always. Today, we're going to start talking about how to prioritize yourself. How can I offer you some help with a large issue for so many of my clients, myself included, I'm always working on this, how to keep ourselves prioritized with the multitude of things that we all have going on in our life. Ah, But first, a quick lesson. (laughs) As you may hear in the background today, let's see how we do with this, the WDS. Yes, it's the whiny dog syndrome. As you'll recall, we've been working on dog training and I thought for the first lesson of the day, I will remind you, dog training, much like weight loss, it's not a linear journey. I felt like we were doing really good with the one that's whiny, uh, but this morning we've been having lots of whiny activity, so still working on that. <laughs> so sometimes you have a setback, even though things are going really well, much like in weight loss. Just wanted to remind you, it's not specific to your journey with weight loss. It can be in all areas of our life. Uh, but I'm excited we have made great progress with the dog training in case you've been following along with that journey. But yes, couple steps forward and a step back here and there. Probably not surprised to hear that. Alrighty, diving into prioritizing ourselves. So we had spoken before last week, uh, the Balance is a Unicorn podcast, please go back and listen to that. But also in conjunction with that, I wanted to sort of keep that whole topic rolling with how do we then keep the main thing the main thing in our life. Like how do we choose what to do first when there's just so many things we need to do? And how do we make sure that we're not sort of majoring in the minors and doing the small things that don't really matter and missing out on the huge things that do matter according to something we have also talked about before, which is our values. 
we want to make sure that everything we're doing is lining up with our core values. And so you'll hear me keep talking about that, but want to offer up to you again, if you have not taken the time to look at the James Clear uh, list of values, it can just be a really powerful way to get your brain really zeroed in to what are the main things and the main values that you have and are your activities lining up with that. So I thought we could talk today uh, some examples about how I have chosen to prioritize my life at the moment. And uh, let's see if we can explore some of the ways I have gone wrong with that in the past and my health suffered so that perhaps uh, you can learn from my mistakes once again. But let's dive into that a little bit because I had several situations come up this week that were like a great opportunity for me to share how I navigated them. So let's see if we can get some traction in bringing a little more prioritizing of ourself into our lives. Because I know it's not easy. I get it 100%. But what we're really going for is like alignment with, I love that word so much. It's been one of my words for the year, alignment. You know, am I in alignment with what my values are? And um, so I have some anchors set up for how to prioritize what's going on all around me in the swirl of life. And for me, um, please, this is just for me. You decide on your list, but this is my list. Uh, there will definitely be thoughts you may have about it, but um, here's my list and then just hear me out how I work this out in my life. So first for me is gonna be my faith. And then after that, immediately after that, it's gonna be my health. So my physical and emotional and brain health, all of which <laughs> the rest of the things can flow from if I have that anchor set in place as well. So immediately after the health comes the husband. And then after that comes family. And then after that friends. And then after that work. And then after that outside interests. And hey, this list might change around in my life, but at, as the, of this moment, I really sat with this, like really how do I want like the filter to be in my life to help me have something to go to when things are coming at me 100 miles an hour so I don't overshoot in the wrong area and completely exhaust myself in the wrong area when I was really trying to keep, you know, the main thing, the main thing here. So before, I definitely would have put work first. And then honestly, I can't even imagine. I mean, I, I could tell you all the ways that this list was turned upside down, but I definitely work was coming first for me. And I mean, I love to work. I always have. Uh, that's a whole other podcast for another day about all the escapades I've had with work and having multiple jobs at the same time. I love everything about it, and so it's a constant struggle for me not to want to put that first. But once I really develop this list and start using it to make my decisions and slow down enough to sit with the list, it's really helped me. So, yeah, still working on this. So I had a couple of situations come up this week where family situations came up, uh, and I had to make a choice between work and the family situation. And I'm telling you, it was still a challenge 
but ultimately I slow down enough to work through the issue with work and put it aside so that I could address a couple of different family situations that really came in urgently. And then I felt at the end of this, both of those situations, I felt so great about holding true to what I really wanted in the big picture there. And then you know what I didn't have to do? I didn't have to sit around at night because I didn't address the family situations. And then I just overworked in the situation and I didn't have to eat over it because that's what I would have done in the past. I would have used food to sort of buffer and check out as I still realized that the family situations were both looming and lingering and I hadn't really addressed those, but boy, my work was really dialed in. Anybody relate to that? So I have a lot of deep habits and grooves around my work, but now that I really have this great, you know, set of, you know, anchors for me, it really helps keep me in alignment. So I wonder if you can relate to that when things are out of order, do you find yourself sort of hiding and cringing? Um, and using the buffers in your life, whether they're food or alcohol or social media or porn or whatever your thing is. Um, typically, we all gravitate towards something that we buffer with. And so just wanted to give you that really, you know, recent example for me that came up. And it, I just was so proud of myself for keeping the main thing the main thing and just felt so good at the end of the day. I didn't really have anything to buffer over. And I didn't need to eat because I was exhausted, not only physically, but emotionally because I overworked. So it just made for just an excellent week coming to you this week, just feeling really grounded in making some good decisions and prioritizing myself and the things that are important to me in the right way. So how about this example? Oh, I have so many for you. I'll try to reel them in, but here's a good one. How about when you're already ex overextended and maybe your health is suffering and you're exhausted, but then you decide you're going to take on a whole new project. Some sort of like way down my list there is the outside interests. So let's say you're already completely overloaded, but you know, someone comes to you and they're like, let's train for a marathon. And you're like, great, let's do it. Have you ever? Anyone else? I don't know if maybe you're, you know, more prone to just hide under your bed than do something like that. I certainly have not trained for a marathon. Um, I did run a 5K once. Kind of proud of that, but that's sort of the extent of my running. But I just want to ask you to slow down and notice if you're the type of person, and I was not necessarily with a marathon, but with a hundred other things, the minute something comes up, well, of course I'll do it. I'd love to, 100%. But did I slow down and run it through the grid of my personal, you know, priorities of my life and what I was really going for? And when I get to the end of the life of my life, what I really am shooting for? And, you know, I'm here to tell you I did not. So I just want to ask us to really slow down and see if we're really keeping the main thing, the main thing, and if we can just pause and take a little bit of time to decide before things that are coming at us, you know, maybe don't have to be addressed right away. Maybe you don't have to train for the marathon. 
this year, maybe next year, when you have your health in some sort of order and you've had some rest and you feel like your relationship is solid and your faith is strong and your family, you know, you've poured into, <clears throat> into them as much as you feel like the season is appropriate for. So just wanted to bring that one up. And also a fun one is it can be little tiny things like, boy, I need to make this phone call to someone, for example, in my family. But I'm putting that off because you know what? I've got to do seven loads of laundry right now. It's critical. The house has to be like sparkling clean before I make this phone call. So see how that can be exhausting and then you don't make the phone call, but your laundry's done. But maybe the laundry could wait and we could just make the phone call. And then I'm here to tell you how much more peaceful of an experience it will be to do the laundry when you know that the phone call has been dealt with. So just some examples, uh, raising my hand because I've had many of these, but honestly, it's sort of fun now. I kind of make it like a game. How can I make sure, I'm gonna, of course, don't do it perfectly every time, but how can I make sure that I paused when something comes up to decide, ooh, is it in the right bucket? You know, can this one wait? What are my priorities and am I walking in it? So cannot even begin to tell you how faith and health were not at the top of my list. When, I mean, it, it seemed like it, they were important, but yet then I got married and my whole house of cards with everything I had going on in my life, it really, really just came tumbling down because it's like I had to wedge this marriage into like an already overloaded schedule and my health was anything but solid. And honestly, everything just came crashing down around me and it took years to work through, first and foremost, the health issues that I had going on in my life that surfaced when that house of cards came down. So one of the examples at that time was I would spend my weekends just in full relationship with friends mode. I mean, I would go, you know, three, four plans a day from person to person to person, to a breakfast, to a lunch, to a dinner. I was all in with all my relationships. And if you are my friend, you know I love you so much. I'm all in. But you know I was a little overextended. And then I would come home at night and honestly just processing, you know, all the experience, you know, experiences and things that my friends were going through was really, you know, challenging. And I would just have to buffer with food to just sort of work through everything that had happened to the day and all the information I had received and all the connection and all the, you know, would have so much care about what was going on in the lives of all the people around me. But I was just completely overextended and not taking care of my health. And then now let's meet my husband and like, how are we gonna wedge him in <laughs> to my overextended schedule. So as you can imagine, the whole thing just came crashing down around me and I felt like my relationships were suffering and that was painful, but I really wanted to spend time with him and obviously needed to figure out the way to make him a priority. And then at the same time, you know, I loved working and I had these, you know, really important work things going on and that had already always been at the top of my list. So I was like, how am I gonna juggle everything? And honestly, what really happened, like I said, is my health just came crashing down and I had to like work on this and reprioritize everything. But it has taken some years 
for me to get myself into alignment and to see the value in it and to see how everything that flows in my relationships with him and my family and everybody in my life and even at my work, if it flows in this order, uh, it's just so much better for me and for everyone else around me. But underneath all of this, as I've really sat with it, and another thing I want to share is how important it is to sit with it and get sort of underneath it to figure out like, what is going on under this that's causing me to behave in this manner to just be overshooting? And once again, for me, maybe something different for you, but for me, there was just this root of shame because I never felt like I was doing enough. Like there was still one more thing to do. There was still one more thing to do at work. There was still one more thing to do with friends and with family. Like I was never done. It was never enough. I didn't love everyone as much as I wanted to. I didn't spend as much time with them. And there was just such a massive, massive, massive root of shame under it all. And it caused me to want to hide and to hide with food and to literally escape into a wonderland where I did not have to face all these feelings of shame that were all around me. So I wanna ask you, if you find yourself behaving anywhere near this manner that I was and not prioritizing yourself, what is it for you? What do you feel like is underneath all of that? Um, what is causing you to do things out of order from the person that you really want to be when you sit down and think about that and decide what order you would like to do things in? You know, can we try to be working on my favorite thing, reverse engineering that? And then can we sit with it long enough to realize like what is the thing under it for you? So maybe it's not shame for you. Um, but sitting with it will help bring that to the surface. And that's what I love to do with people. It's like, let's figure out what is under that so we can decide if that is something we want to continue with and if it's helpful or if there's maybe another way to think of it. So the action section this week, gonna be kind of long, got a lot of action ideas for you and things to consider if you're struggling to prioritize yourself um, number one, just at the top level, when this seems like, oh, this is like a whole deep topic, I don't even know if I can consider that right now, I got so much going on. How about if you take a moment to look at someone in your life who is a role model to you, and they're showing up in a way that, you know, you see as a role model, and is there anything in their life or journey that you can pull from to just maybe work on one thing at a time, you know, me and the low hanging fruit. I'm like, let's find it. And somehow looking to someone else, it can help pull you out of your own brain long enough to see, oh, I have this person in my life that's really peaceful with their family or with, you know, their work. How can I draw from their example? How can I ask them for help? So looking to someone else can sort of pull us out of ourselves. So I love that as a top layer idea. But when one of my favorite things that I wanted to ask you to put on your list this week for the actions is even just having a little post-it note with your top three for the day 
So just like having it in front of you or on the mirror somewhere, like are you even prioritizing yourself on the list of your top three priorities for the day on a consistent basis? Is there one in there that has to do with you? <laughs> so in your top three things that you need to accomplish for the day, can you imagine how your life would change if you had a top three every day and you were on that list? <laughs> like day after day after day after day, you would start to build momentum. And I'm telling you, you would free up a lot of bandwidth for yourself. So, but how does that land when you think of it? When you think of prioritizing yourself, does that just make you feel kind of cringy? And like maybe you're being selfish? Because it certainly did for me. Like, well, I guess we're not supposed to prioritize ourselves. We're supposed to be considering everybody else and putting ourselves last. But honestly, if we're not taking care of ourselves, literally no one else can do that for us. Like what would happen to us if we just never took care of ourselves whatsoever? We would just crumble. And that is literally what I ha watched happen for myself right in front of my eyes. So I just wanna ask you if you can pause and consider that we do have to take care of ourselves. Like you're the one to take care of you. I'm the one to take care of me. It's my actual task that I need to do to prioritize myself and it's your task to do for you. So please consider that the long-term effect of your never prioritizing yourself, like what's that gonna look like in another 20 years? Because I'm here to tell you, I wish somebody had told me much sooner because is putting yourself, is not putting yourself first and putting everybody else first sustainable well, of course it's not. It's fun for a season and sometimes things come up where you gotta, but you know, the whole thing can just come crashing down for you and I just don't want that to happen for you like it did for me. So what are your priorities in your life? So first and foremost, it's like, what are your top three to five priorities in your life or 10, whatever they are, what is your list? Can we write that down and just be looking at it and looking at our days and seeing how closely they're lining up to what we really want. And what is the hierarchy? What are the most important things? What is the ranking there? Because it will help give you a filter to decide what you want to do when something comes flying in at you on your text or in your email or at work or whatever. Are you overing, you know, something out of order? Are you overworking? Are you over prioritizing an extracurricular activity? Is there some way that you're doing more on something that isn't really, you know, you're majoring in the minors? How can we, you know, sometimes you have something going on, on at work and you definitely, you want to stop everything and do it. I'm all in. You like your reason for that? Yes, let's do it. And, you know, if we do that for 30 years in a row, how is that going to look with our life? So I just want to remind you that you get to write this list of your life anchors and how you want to feel aligned in your life. And you get to decide what you're doing. It's not all just happening to us. I mean, definitely things are coming at us, but we get to pause and choose how we want to live our lives. I certainly felt like life was a tsunami just coming at me for so many years. But now that I've slowed down enough to decide how I wanna live my life, how I want it to look, 
and how at the end of my life, I want my life to look, the actual power and encouragement in being aligned to that and having these anchors you can hold on to has been so life-changing. I know it can be a process. I know you can have layers and I'm sure you want to raise your hand and say, oh, but I have this one special circumstance. Well, guess who would love to hear all about it? It's me. (laughs) So please, I love to connect on the podcast. Please reach out and tell me your scenarios that you're struggling with to get your life into a place of alignment and to be able to hold on to these anchors. Let me know how I can help you. It has really transformed my life and I want this for you. I want you to feel like you've prioritized yourself and you're living a life that's in alignment with who you want to be according to your values and your anchors. It's completely possible and it will bring you so much joy and so much extra bandwidth to love the people in your life and love your life and love everything and just be filled with love. (laughs) So let's do that. Let's work on that. Um, Let me help you. And I hope this podcast has been encouraging. More to come. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Sending you the biggest love. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community and you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is sofarsogoodcoaching.com. Would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at sofarsogoodcoaching. See you next time. Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good.